brought on my birthday today. Mazel So I want to uh, talk to my friends for a moment here. My dear and close friends, I want to wish you success in your public endeavors, your endeavors for the shul, that you support so generously for your commitment to the shul. Hashem should grant you continued success to get here, to be healthy, to be able to daven with each other together here. And in your public uh, working and in your tzedakah efforts and everything you do for yourselves and for your family, you should be successful and have it easy. For your family efforts, Hashem should make it good for your family efforts. He should make it successful. And provide for your children, if you have children. Provide for your wives, if you have wives. Provide for your future wives and your future children. Becoming anything that you need, that Hashem desires to give you, He should give you rapidly and easily. On a personal level, I cherish our friendships. May Hashem continue to grant us the ability to be good friends, to support each other. You should be successful in your personal endeavors should be wealthy, healthy, and be able to achieve all your personal desires, and we should all be successful together. So now that you've got your bracha, so I'll uh, give the Torah. Uh, to uh, Alan's beautiful words that uh, uh, 120, you should keep giving us breakfast, Alan. Hey, you give us breakfast every day. Doesn't have to, we don't have to just wait for your birthday. On a flight from... Uh, New York back to California so there was a little girl in her seat and uh, somebody comes onto the plane and she's already sitting in the seat and uh, she comes and she sits next to her and she sees that she's got her little uh, traveling kit with her, she's all uh, set and ready to go and uh, the flight is going and uh, she's just amazed, the little kid, she's just busy, busy the plane uh, hits turbulence and it's going and it's shaking all around. And uh, this uh, lady, she's uh, shaking away. And she sees the kid next to her. She's just sitting there with her crayons. And she's doing her picture. She's doing her thing. And uh, she's just blown away. She's shaking. Uh, I happen to be, I'm afraid. So uh, I also shake like a leaf. Right? And she sees this kid. And she's just taking it all in. She's just busy. So after the plane finally settles down and it's back on track, so she asks the little girl, she says, uh, aren't you afraid? So she says, no. She says, why aren't you afraid? He says, because my daddy's the pilot. He's not going to let anything happen to me. So that's the explanation in the Pasuk. All the commentators ask in the Parsha, it reads about war. It reads about the soldiers going out to battle. And the Torah tells us, Lo right? Don't be afraid. Don't tremble. And everybody asks the question, 
Fear is not. What does that mean? How, how could Torah give? How could God give you a commandment not to be afraid? I mean, that's something that's not. It's not really something you could, you could command. It's an emotional type of an experience. But maybe it's helped by having faith. I said so the idea is is that the the more it's like that young lady. That's why I gave you the, the story. The young lady, when you feel Hashem is next to you, He's got your back. Right? You have a certain. I'm in Hashem's hands. Right? And that doesn't always mean, by the way, that it's going to go exactly the way I planned. It's just I know that my father is there with me. Right? It's, a certain, it's a matter of not getting um, um, frazzled. What you saw about great people is they didn't get frazzled. Right? In the, in the story we quoted not so long ago, sadly, in the but we talked about Rebbe Khanan Wasserman of blessed memory, God should avenge his blood that we have recorded his last 24 hours of life because he spent the last 24 hours of his life with the entire community of Baranovich and all of his students. They were all killed together. The Nazis marched, actually it was the Ukrainian, but they, they uh, marched them all out together and they murdered them in the forest. Um, we know everything that happened because uh, two of the students escaped. So one of the things that they, they describe Rabbi Hanan on that last day of his life, he was totally composed. He was totally composed. He was keeping everybody calm, everybody engaged, everybody, right? His betachon in God was not that they were going to be saved. He didn't think that they were going to be saved. He understood they were going to die, right? It wasn't that he was waiting the last second, right? It's just, but he was in Hashem's hands, right? And that, that's the idea uh, that a, a, what we're developing within ourselves is an understanding that we're with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we're with God, right? A person has to do, of course, you do all the strength that you could do, but that's have a certain understanding that that's the idea of working on Bitochon. Rabbi Kron, um, he himself describes that, that uh, this idea, he says when he was 19 years old, he was the oldest of seven, if I remember correctly, he was the oldest of seven. His father was a famous Moel. And uh, his father got sick. And he got sicker and sicker. And um, Rav Schwab, they were close with Rav Shimon Schwab, one of the great uh, leaders of the generation. And he met Rav Schwab. Uh, and they asked him, how is your father doing? So he told Rav Schwab, I have bitachon that he'll get better. So Rav Schwab told him uh, that that's not bitachon. At the brilliance of Rav Schwab, in, in a gentle way, but he, he told him because he, bitachon that Hashem will get better, sometimes you can leave things. You don't have to correct it, it'll correct itself later. There are certain things, if you leave a person that is, has bitachon that, Hashem, that he's going to get better, and he doesn't get better, so then therefore what? So now your faith is gone. He says bitachon is not that he's going to get better, and he was very, very ill, and he did not get better. Right, betochen is right, that God is with you, right? No matter what the result will be, that Hashem is with me, that there's a plan, there's a design, right? And that, that is what betochen. Betochen, trust doesn't mean it'll go the way I want it. Trust is that the Father will take care of me in the plan, in the plan that He has, right? And that is, a, so He said that that was a very moving words, but He shares that message with everybody, right? An idea of what, what betochen is uh, and what it also, what it is not. Um, I do encourage you, there is a beautiful work that Art Scroll has put out um, called the Shar HaBitochon. The Echovos is a safer 
Chovas Alavavos is the duties of the heart. And it was written by the Rabbeinu Bachya in uh, about the 1050, right? And it is the work on the, on the duties of what we would call more the duties of the heart or the duties of the heart slash mind. We generally speak of mitzvot in terms of actions, meaning what we do, right? We have to do lulav, we have to daven, uh, we have all of these mitzvot that we do. There is a whole realm of mitzvot which are not really doing mitzvot, they're thinking mitzvot, right? Or feeling mitzvot. Uh, trusting God is one of those thinking slash feeling mitzvot, meaning it's, it's working on your mind and your heart that you should connect with God. Davening, there are two parts. Now, some, some mitzvot are just action to a certain extent, doing kindness. Is an is ninety nine percent action. Okay, the mind is a certain extent, but it's mostly an action oriented mitzvah. There are mitzvahs that are only in the mind: fear, love of God, fear of God. Those are all in the mind, mind slash heart. Then there are mitzvahs that cross two realms. Uh, one of those is prayer. Right, prayer. You need both. You need to physically do something. I don't. I don't mean shaking. That, that's not. That doesn't. That's not. Uh, some do say that. Uh, that's part of it. But uh, generally, is is it's you're saying it, right? Person is not supposed to simply pray in their mind. But on the other hand, is if you're only praying with your mouth and without your mind, right? So that is basically a tape recorder, right? It's a tape recorder, right? There's no the tape recorder. You push play. You enter shul. You have an audio here, a button here. You push it here. And the mouth starts. And then, you know, uh, about 35 or 40 minutes later, you push stop and then you leave. But there's no engagement of the mind. It's just really of the mouth. You push the button on the mouth more than the mind. But it, it's, it's a mitzvah that's supposed to cross both. So this is Rabbeinu and Chayva Salavavay. So he wrote the work on all areas that discuss it are really based upon him. Right? The idea of the duties of the mind and the duties of the art of what is our responsibility of developing a relationship of God right far beyond our actions a much deeper place which is our mind uh, and it is a work that I encourage everybody um, uh, to get it's um, um, with this it's, it's much much easier it was a very closed work it was very very hard to learn but with the art scroll and um, with other works that are recently available um, it is much, much easier. The problem is that when you have just a translation of something, some things just don't translate. It just, it, it, you need the, the commentary on it. You need the explanation of it. The, the translation alone won't work. Uh, and that's the problem with a lot of these early translations. They don't do it justice. So you need an explanation. Uh, so I do encourage you. It is quite fascinating uh, work to explore. It was the standard. Um, uh, uh, you look in many, many of the writings uh, many of the greats, uh, they took it as a standard that you learned this work. It's, 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 it's not so popular anymore, um, but it's being, because it was too hard, uh, it's being brought back now. Um, uh, the only uh, unfortunate thing of the Rabbeinu Bachye is that he didn't promise you that you're going to become wealthy if you learn his work. He didn't promise you that you're going to have children. He didn't promise you. See, if you promise something, uh, you make something a segula, right? All of a sudden, everybody does it. Right, uh, you, know, you, you know, if you do this, you're going to get this. You're going to get money for sure. 
right? I know everybody on Tuesday before Shavuos, I think it is, right? Or the fourth, third, or whatever it is. If you say the Parsha Saman, woo, the money's going to roll in. I didn't know it was going to roll in. Yeah, that's not, you know, you know I, I don't know. That's not brought down anywhere. There's only one Segula brought down for money. Does anybody know? The Gemara, Gemara says... What does the Gemara say? You, oh, I'm sorry, too. You're right. You're right. You're right, you're right, you're right the Gemara says, Maser. If you give charity, if you give tithes, you Maser Bishfil Shetis Asher. Right? That's correct. That that's one. What's the second one? Gemara says, Birkat Amazon. Actually, if you say grace after meals with Kavana, if you say grace after meals with Kavana, expression you will not know want in your day. Something along those lines. Right, uh, you know, but the, the problem is people like Segulas that you don't have to think. I heard, I heard that also uh, there's a school for um, if you pay for the yayin for, uh, for the shul, for the shul that that's also... I, I have to ask Alan. Huh? I have to ask <laughs> it's Alan. In, it's in the Shabbos prayer. Yeah, 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 very good. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's a good idea, Alan. He wants to know how much is it for. He wants, he wants to know how much it's going for. Uh, I will tell you, I'll close. I was in Chicago. In, uh, I was in Chicago. So in one of the shuls that I davened at, uh, they are, uh, some of the people are, are quite well-to-do. God has blessed them extraordinarily. Right? So they buy this Yak Nahaz, exactly what you're talking about, Yak Nahaz, which is Yayin, Kiddush, Abdullah, Ner, um, Ner, um, now, they're really not buying. They're basically buying the rent. In modern terms, it would be the rent and the and the electricity and the uh, water bill and all those things. Those types of bills in modern terms, and uh, they give an extraordinary amount of money. Extraordinary amount of money, right? Uh, and they say exactly what you said that Baruch Hashem has uh, stood them in good uh, good ground. I believe that if you invest here, Alan will uh, will sign it over to you. You can get it. Uh, but this idea, right, is that a person should, um, right, the, the focus, right, um, on uh, benching is not simply to say the words, but to recognize the gifts that where it comes from, from where our gifts um, come from. The idea of feeling, of recognizing that we are in HaKadosh Baruch Hu's hand. Right, that is the mitzvah of fear. The fear of God is not a sense of fear he's going to strike you dead. That's not the fear. It's an awesomeness. It's to understand that the greatness of God and then it coupled with that is avas Hashem, is the love of Hashem, right? And that's what we're going to go get into right now as we cross into the high holiday season. That's avinu malkeinu. Our father, our king. Our king is the awesomeness of God. God can do anything. Avinu is he wants to do it for us. There's a love that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has. Now we have to tap into it, right? Just as a, a parent loves a child and wants to give the child, but it has to be good for the child, right? Sometimes a parent, right? Sometimes the worst thing the parent could give us is to give us what we want, Right, if, but it could be destructive. As a, one of my the saddest stories was that kid that got over here, not too far from here. Right, they got a Lamborghini on his sixteenth birthday or eighteenth birthday. Right, and uh, um, unfortunately he didn't give brachas uh, like Alan was giving us. But unfortunately they gave his eulogy because he crashed it. It was the fastest crashed Lamborghini ever, and unfortunately the kid died. Right, so sometimes you can have a blessing. What? Didn't he kill other people in the process? I just remember reading about his yeah, death. Uh, so it was very, 
So that, uh, that you could have a person uh, could get a gift from the parents and it's not a good gift. So Avinu Malkeinu, we pray, Kaddish Baruch you have the ability to give it to us, right? You should be like a father, right? And bless us, but please see, right? That's why we close, close right? What do we say? You're going to see in the, in the davening, Yimale Hashem kol mishalis libeinu letovi, you should fulfill all the wishes of our heart, but it should be for the good. Because sometimes the wishes of our heart ultimately is not for our betterment, not for our spiritual betterment. Sometimes it's not for our physical betterment. A person can get the greatest blessing, but it will become the greatest curse. HaKadosh Baruch you should send us the bracha. It should all be for bracha.